You're listening to the Slutpreneur Podcast, a place for sluts who like to make money. I'm your host, Anna D, aka the professional goddess. On my show, we embrace the uncensored stories of being a self-made slutpreneur. As a stripper turned CEO, I reveal all my juicy trade secrets and share interviews with other female bosses who capitalize on their entire existence. From breaking stigmas in the female business world to challenging norms in the adult industry, we'll tackle it all in six-inch stilettos, of course. Now it's time to dive deep into the journey of self-empowerment, owning our sexuality, and by each episode, we will earn our PhDs in CE poetry. I'm honored to have you here, and it's my privilege to kickstart the show. Hey, sluts. Welcome back. Today's episode is about being a mom and also a sex worker. Now, I am not a mother. Y'all know I have an IUD and ain't no spermies getting past that. But I know a lot of you out there do have beautiful children and navigating sex work and mom life can be incredibly uh, challenging because I have seen you guys vocalize about it. And I have seen so many mothers in the news get criminalized and shamed for it. When we all know this is a career like anything else, we all pay our taxes. Yes, there's nudity involved, but as long as you are doing your work in a safe space, then it shouldn't be treated as criminal. Now, I get it. Like If you are literally doing explicit things with your children in the room, that is very, very wrong. Very, very wrong. But the majority of you do this to support your kids. And I commend any person who does whatever it takes to meet their needs. And being able to work from home is such a blessing. So I completely understand the desire um, to, to work in sex work for that benefit. Uh, especially if, you know, maybe you don't have a degree and it just, it's what makes sense at the time. Like there's literally no shame. It's providing a service. So anyways, I wanted to dedicate an episode to the milfy mommies out there. I totally have a thing for the mommies. (laughs) If you look at my porn history, you guys are right up there. (laughs) This reminds me of that music video. Uh, What's that song? Milf Money by Fergie. Love that song. (laughs) Great music video. Oh, man. So, 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 so. Uh, I was on Reddit. (laughs) I'm such a Reddit whore. So much information on Reddit. Today, I found a new Reddit thread that blew my mind. Oh, man, I was in bed for way too long creeping on this Reddit thread. Uh, So in the OnlyFans advice uh, form, it's really, I mean, you guys know there's so much gatekeeping when it comes to the success on OnlyFans. So I love that there's so much support in the OnlyFans creator community on the OnlyFans advice subreddit. But someone was in there today. Let me see. Anyways, I can't find the exact post, but 
this person was saying how a lot of these one percenters have these agencies running their accounts and it's hard to compete, obviously, because they have chatters 24-7. And some of them are like literally scamming their fans and then it just makes it harder for the people who are really working their page themselves. Now, I don't want to discredit every one percenter. Obviously, I'm not going to like blanket all of them, but this person commented and made a really good (laughs) uh, argument. They were like, check out the OnlyFans reviews Reddit form and people go on there and call out these models who are scamming. And this one particular model would say like, I'm using a real dick in this video. And she actually means the brand, the dildo brand, real dick. Like a real dick is never used like a a real penis is never used in any of her content. And she'll say like full nudity, da da da, but she's wearing pasties. So all these uh, fans are in this OnlyFans reviews, Reddit thread, subreddit, whatever, uh, giving reviews about pages not to follow. And I mean, I commend them for doing that. I would be very upset. Like one of her posts had a tip jar on it with over like 5,000 tips of people tipping for this video and there was never any nudity in it and it was claimed to be. And then when you go to do a chargeback to OnlyFans, they will not uh, or what will she'll like delete the post so you can't even do the chargeback and say there was no nudity in it. So it was very interesting to me. I was like, oh, and apparently, I guess she's like a big Twitch streamer, so she's got a big audience. So I kind of felt bad for her fan, like the fans. I mean, get your bag, girl, but it just makes it a lot harder for the rest of us. So check out uh, the OnlyFans review subreddit. And I don't know if <laughs> it may not be the best one to spend your day looking at, but I was very intrigued. So wanted to throw that out there. But anyways, I was on Reddit and I saw this topic I wanted to talk about today in regards to being a mom in the industry and maybe any person, like even if you're not in sex work, maybe if you like, this is so shitty to say, but even if you have sent like nudes to someone before and you're in like a corporate setting, like I'm sure like I have friends who stress about that. Like they'll stop dating a guy and they're like, I hope they don't, you know, share my nudes. And I'm like, you know, that's illegal. Like they can't do that. You you shouldn't lose your job over that. So I fortunately am blessed to have my own businesses and I don't really work for anyone else. So I do want to say, you know, I haven't experienced this personally, but I have empathetically full and wholeheartedly felt it through my friends, my family members, and a lot of them don't have the platform to speak on their experience in the industry. And I've always prioritized safety to you because I think it's the most important part getting into this industry that is so glamorized. And there are people who have ill intentions and can pose risks to you. I mean, again, in the OnlyFans advice read it the other day, someone said, She thought her cam was off and she was doing an identity verification for a site with her passport and she quickly realized she accidentally showed everyone on stream unintentionally her passport. Oh, and everyone in the thread was like, well, just because it was there for a second, you know, that site 
auto leaks all live streams to a million other sites. You need to close your account, create a new alias, get a new passport. And I was just like, ah, ah, the pain. (laughs) But anyways, if, if any of you have careers outside of sex work, I still encourage you to listen in case you have friends in the industry and can share any of this advice because ultimately balancing work life, safety, kids, it's a lot. And I grew up with a single mom who worked three jobs and it was a lot. It was hard growing up as a teenager when she worked night shifts and I got to know my babysitter real well when I really wanted to get to know my mom. Like it was tough as a kid, but now looking back, it's like, you know, she worked hard so we could eat good food and wear decent clothes and go to a decent school and you know, I just, I respect her a lot for that. If you haven't listened to the episode with my mom, I will link it below. Such a good episode. Oh, probably the best conversation I've ever had with my mom. We like went through our whole life. It was, it was touching. All right. So let me read you the situation and then let's talk about ways I think would be good to set yourself up prior to making an account so you can avoid the risk if you've got kiddos. So this is, I'm going to quote what I read on Reddit. It says, quote, so basically I work in kindergarten with children from age one to seven. That's kind of weird. One to seven? I thought kindergarten was like five or six. Anyways, doing OnlyFans in my free time is really exciting, but I don't think it's worth losing my job for. I really don't know what to do since the children I work with won't see the content, but maybe some parent will stumble upon it. I really don't know how they would react to something like this. I mean, what I do in my free time won't affect anything I do at work, but you never know how much of a problem people make it. I'm advertising my OnlyFans through my Twitter, which I keep SFW, safe for work, under a different name, but still showing my face. Red flag. All content on OnlyFans is pay-per-view and without my face. It's interesting. I wonder why she's sharing her face publicly, but uh, not on OF. I mean, my first thought is don't advertise your face so the public doesn't see it, but anyways, I'll... uh, I'll link the post in the description if you want to read people's uh, honest and open feedback in the form and see what they've mentioned. But let's discuss things we can do prior to making an account. So in the event you work a vanilla job that you are at least taking steps to avoid a very dirty situation. Um, And in this thread, she's not mentioning she has kids, but it's more along the lines of, you know, still working a job and we'll get into the risks you could pose by having children. So uh, a little disclaimer before I mention some tips and tricks is you will always have a risk of being doxxed or someone who you don't want to know about you doing spicy work to find out. I think it's important to always assume that risk. If you read my book, one of the kind of mantras I tell myself is like, I ex- I accept all the reward that comes with this job, but I also anticipate all the risk that comes with it. And if you didn't know, my book is on Amazon. You can just look up Slutpreneur Secrets and links in the description always, but it's a little priced lower on Amazon now that I don't have to do all the printing in-house. So thank you for the support. Thank you very much. So number one, always make anonymous emails. 
always make anonymous social media sites and do not have your contacts sync with any of your social media. So with email, I I make so many new emails all the time at mail.com. What I like about mail.com is you can choose. So check this out. We'll go to mail.com. Choose your username. So if I type in Rebecca Blue, then you can choose the domain. It could be at mail.com, at myself.com, at um, engineer.com, at doctor.com. There's all these like different domains you can choose. Those are just the top 20, but they have hundreds. Really simple and easy. So never like every time you enter your email address you don't even know what you've entered on websites and quizzes that you're putting your real name your address and those sites sell your information sometimes like illegally so you don't want someone searching your email and it pulling up something you signed up for many moons ago now with social media same thing you it'll ask you if you want to sync your contacts if you accidentally click yes i know tiktok consistently asks me all the time if i want to sync my contacts even though i've said no a million times i always feel like i'm going to accidentally click it because when your mom makes a tiktok it'll suggest your account to her if you accept this so you don't want to do that even if you send a tiktok to someone say you're on your spicy tiktok account and you see a funny video on the fyp page and you want to send it to your dad your brother when you send it excuse me when you send it to them from that account even if you don't have your contact synced it will suggest you later on so What I do is save the video and then send it to my family as the video or I open the TikTok in a browser that's not logged in and send it to to them that way. I suggest you try to have an entirely separate device for these accounts. I know not everyone can do that, but you can get really cheap refurbished iPhones at apple.com like lower, like older devices. Um, get that VPN. If you haven't listened to my VPN episode, please check it out. It hides your IP address, which is another layer of security to hide your location. Uh Spring is in the air, lovelies. And with it comes a fresh wave of energy, blossoming flowers, and endless possibilities. But you know what puts an extra skip in my step? My fabulous partners at Viahem. Trusted by a whopping 250,000 plus goddesses just like you, Viahem's products are just like a magical wellness wand in a bottle. Feeling a bit frazzled after a hectic day? Cue the Via gummies for instant relaxation. Battling stress and anxiety? Don't worry, there's a gummy for that too. And for those intimate moments, Via has concocted something truly special. High Love Gummies, infused with pleasure-boosting cannabinoids, libido-reviving herbs, and just the right touch of THC, these gummies are your ticket to an electrifying experience between the sheets. But wait, there's more. Via offers an array of other gummies, with or without THC, catering to every goddess's needs. Whether you prefer a subtle 2mg dose or a bolder 50mg kick, Via has your back. From improving sleep to sharpening focus 
wellness or aiding in recovery, there's a gummy for every occasion. And the cherry on top, you can easily browse and shop their collection online, categorized by strength and effect. And here's the best part, darling. Via ships discreetly to all 50 states, right to your doorstep. No medical card needed. So go ahead, indulge in a little self-care spree with Via Hemp because you deserve nothing but the best, goddess. Head over to viahemp.com and use code goddess to receive 15% off and one free sample of their award-winning gummies. 21 and up only. That's viahemp, V-I-I-A-H-E-M-P.com and use code goddess at checkout. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Take your passion and pleasure to a whole new level with high love from Viahemp. Now back to the show. Um, but it can also doesn't have to be a phone that you sign up for the stuff on. It can be a different tablet computer and just make sure your content that your contacts are not synced because you just don't. That's like the biggest red flag. All right. When you are making these anon profiles, make sure your name is not your fucking name. I just feel like I have to say that even related. No nicknames. All right anything that people could link back to you. For example, if your name is Ashley, don't be Ash, you know, be Bianca, (laughs) something completely different. And if you have any identifying tattoos or beauty marks, I suggest covering them up with makeup. I know not all tattoos are big enough to cover with makeup, Um, I did find the other day an app that can hide them. Here we go. Video leap. Uh, again, and the OnlyFans advice Reddit, uh, someone made a post called video leap. Hey all, I found an app last night that let me remove tattoos from videos. I'm not sure if it'll work on large scale, but it worked on mine. It's called video leap and it's pretty cheap. Videoleapapp.com. All right. You guys know me link and everything for you. Bad bitches. All right, moving on. I haven't been numbering all these, but we're on number four. (laughs) Most sites allow you to block specific states, so include all the states you do not want to be able to discover you. Yes, you can still be discovered if someone is using a VPN, but this does kind of lessen the chances to the idiots that don't know how to use VPNs. Sorry, not sorry. (laughs) But I do this on my webcam. Well, I did. I don't do it anymore, but when I first started webcamming I was just I mean it was a secret so yeah it didn't uh I blocked like the whole state number five do it completely faceless if you have if 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 you're just gonna if you think you're gonna lose your job if someone finds out don't show your face there are anon creators my biggest example is midwest emma I interviewed her I will link her episode Midwest Emma, link that episode. Uh, she is in the 1%. You know, she is niche. She does cowgirl stuff. She does fisting stuff. She got went viral for fucking a machine handle thing on her farm. <laughs> but she's faceless. So there, it is possible out there. There are some guys who like the mystery. Um I will tell you it's going to be really hard, but it could be your only option and you just got to double up that time and effort. You know, I'm always intrigued when people want to quit 
their square job for a spicy job because being an entrepreneur, being your own boss is always tenfold more time and energy. So anticipate that. Y'all notice, I think this really goes for any spicy work or industries, uh, but whether you do used item selling or content making, it can also be fun to like throw on a wig and a mask and have an entirely different persona. I like there are these girls who do cosplay and when they take off their cosplay, they look nothing like their persona. So research, go on webcam sites, look at what these models are doing, how they're dressing up. There are full on body suits like that you can buy off Amazon that cover any inkling of your body and you could do like sleep porn or something. I don't know. Y'all know it's all about finding your niche, but outweigh the risks of doing this job and figure out if it's right for you. Remember, if you feel like your vanilla job is more important than the risk, then there are tons of other side hustles you can do to make that extra income. I've talked about plenty of vanilla things you can do from home to make money. Amazon affiliates, Fiverr, Upwork, doing um, audio book reads, surveys, all these random things. But I wanted to touch on the idea touch on the idea that someone will pull up your OnlyFans on a background check. So according to Background Hawk, does OnlyFans show up on a background check? If you created an OnlyFans account in the past and you're currently job hunting, you've probably wondered, does OnlyFans show up on a background check? At least once while sending out applications. Even if you post harmless content on your account, you may be worried that OnlyFans' reputation for sexually explicit material may play in the mind of your prospective employer, hurting your chances of landing the job. After all, prospective employers have used less to disqualify applicants. So this article, the short answer is if your prospective employer does a comprehensive background check on you or OnlyFans has sent you a 1099 tax form because you've earned money with it, your OnlyFans account may show up in a background check. What if I delete my OnlyFans before applying? When you delete your account, the platform erases all the data in the account after a 30-day grace period. Such data includes all the photos, text, audio, and video. However, deleting your account doesn't mean you've successfully erased all traces of your stint on OnlyFans. Here's how someone can still find that you've been working on the platform. One, you've advertised on other social media, so you gotta, you know get that gone <laughs> Two, your work email is linked to your OnlyFans account. We already went over email and three, nothing is truly deleted from the internet. There could be uploaded screenshots in the deep dark web. Reasons why companies conduct comprehensive background checks, blah, blah. But yeah, that tax form could be now they, it doesn't say OnlyFans on the tax form. It has their, uh, it says Phoenix International. So if they were to look up Phoenix International, so I'll link this as well, this article, if you guys want to check it out. Now, some companies may not do that deep of a background check. Usually most small companies and unregulated industries will do basic checks. Basic background checks reveal information like your job history, your criminal record, your DMV record, your credit score, along with your educational qualifications and job relevant skills. 
Many companies deem the above information to be enough to determine whether you're a good fit for the role. So when it comes to having kids, it's so important to not have, you know, I would go the extra mile and not have the children in the household. Maybe you have a designated like floor or room or You know, maybe there's a time where you don't have the kids there at school that you can do the job while they're not in the vicinity. But some states, every laws, all laws are different. You have to look these up. Do not take my word. But some laws will, let's say um, you have a tenant and in the contract you guys have, the rental contract, you can't do anything like explicit or unmoral is another word they use in the contract. So if someone found out like a neighbor and they told the landlord, you know, she could say, hey, this is in the contract. You're doing something immoral in one of my properties. Get the heck out. So can you do OnlyFans in a house you rent? So here's a great, um, can my landlord evict me for having OnlyFans? Short answer is no, but it all depends on your lease. Again, uh, if it's a violation of the lease, it can go on. You know, these are things you could fight, but it can be really stressful to, to fight this. Um, there's tons of – when you just Google can you do OnlyFans in a house you rent, tons of Reddit articles come up saying, landlord won't take my OnlyFans money. Like, What? Using OnlyFans as a verifiable source of income to get an apartment. Um, what are your thoughts on tenants who do OnlyFans? Interesting. It's none of my business. So look up, read your contracts, um, all that good stuff. Because if you are in any divorce battles, separation battles, the <laughs> The husband might pull up this OnlyFans shit and use it against you. So you need to have all your receipts as to how you are doing this in the most appropriate way. Let's see. Husband using OnlyFans against me to take kids. Let's Google that. OnlyFans and child custody. I hate this for any mother. This person says, I've been an OF creator for three years and still hold a vanilla job. My partner has two kids, is in the middle of a custody battle with his ex, and she spent the whole first hearing presenting evidence about me and how I'm a danger to the kids because of OF and a sex-positive Instagram site I have where I discuss relationship, sex, and polyamory. Polyamory. (laughs) She took a bunch out of context, screenshots, blah, blah, blah. For the last two years, I've traveled with the kids. They've met my family. We have a strong relationship. Um, does anyone else have custody experience as an OF creator? She has obviously allowed them around me for years. She's also doxed me in court documents using my legal name. So there's lots of comments. This was only three months ago. Um, I had a custody issue almost a decade ago, but it wasn't due to OF. Um, I'm in BDSM fetish stuff in real life. My kid's father is not the one that outed me. Even though I passed the psychological exam with flying colors, and in fact, it was stated on the exam that my BDSM involvement has no negative impact on my parenting or mental health, my area was still very conservative, and the GAL is now biased against me. Um, 
In the end, I still have joint custody, but just barely more than the local rule allows for visitation. The courts do pretty much anything they want and pass it off as what's best for the child as long as they're not breaking any federal protected class or rule. And if it's just too much of a risk with kids, you know, then you maybe consider something else. Could CPS take away my baby because I have an OnlyFans? I live in Texas and have an OnlyFans, which is a site. Yeah. I had a baby a few months ago, and one of my family members is threatening me, saying CPS will take away my child because I sell adult content. She says I'm being monitored. (laughs) Could I have some advice? CPS has no interest in how you earn your money. They only care that you provide a good home for your child. In the IRS with taxes, adult content is not illegal. People who produce adult content are allowed to have children. Having an OnlyFans profile is not going to trigger a CPS investigation on its own. Yeah, these are valid points. Like I said, being able to come up with evidence, like I said, you know, you do your job when your kids are away. Um, you go through all the proper channels. You know, again, this is all just advice. This is not legal advice, but things to consider. So anyways, I wanted to bring some light to this. And most importantly, I want you all to stay safe. And whew, it's been a rough few months for me, I've had a lot of death in the family, so I've been doing my best to make these episodes for you guys, so I appreciate everyone's patience with me. I've been trying to produce really quality content for you while also trying to heal and grieve, but I know it could be very difficult navigating this space. Even, I mean, I could do a whole episode on how to navigate and create content while you're grieving a loved one. It's it's hard, Um, but when you got to make ends meet, you just got to pull out this this superpower (laughs) of getting shit done and always always make sure to take lots of time to take care of yourself in between breaks even if it's a little walk a little bubble bath uh self self care is always care well spent so on that note i hope you guys have a lovely lovely weekend happy september fall is coming Hopefully the economy picks up in the winter time like it always does. I know it's slow season, but hang tight, hang in there, and I will see you on next week's episode. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Sludgepreneur Podcast. If you want to keep the show going and growing, make sure to leave a five-star review. Shop my merch and eBooks at professionalgoddess.com. Make sure to use code SLUT at checkout for a little surprise. My book, Sludgepreneur Secrets, is now available on Amazon. Have a question, episode request, or want to be a guest on the show? Email my team via management at professionalgoddess.com. And lastly, if you want to get all up inside me, subscribe to my premium content on OnlyFans at professionalslut.com. All these links and other socials will be in the show notes of the episode. But most importantly, thank you for subscribing to the show and I will talk to you next week. Bye, sluts.